it was around 2020 and COVID had hit heavily. Jobs were not hiring. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try something. I just finished college. So I went to Facebook, pretty popular on Facebook, um, and started reaching out to a lot of peers. I'm like, hey, can I draw your picture? Hey, can I do your logo? I just started asking various people that I knew, can I do art for them? And I was like, I'll do it for literally like almost nothing. And they're like, okay, cool, cool. Can I see your work? I'm like, well, I don't have much to show, but my portfolio from college, but I can guarantee it'll be the best work you'll ever have. I just sold myself like the best work ever. And they're like, okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. So they gave me a shot. And from there, guys, it kind of just took off. Welcome to Keep Going, a podcast from Azuma that shares motivational stories from small business owners. I'm Greg. And I'm Ben. And we're your hosts for this episode. Today, we're talking with Devin, the founder of Komodo Studios, a company that provides digital art, website design, and marketing services to digital creators and businesses worldwide. Devin, welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. So Devin, we heard that you originally went to college to study video game design. Can you tell us a little bit more about what led you there and what your interests were growing up? I've always been interested in art. I would just draw with regular pencil and paper, no iPad or anything special. As I got older, I went to a performing arts school. And from there, that's actually where I strengthened my talents and gained some more foundation for my skills. Then it was like the big question to my parents, how am I going to make money off of this? <laughs> so I went to my parents. I'm like, hey, uh, mom, dad, how am I going to make money off of art? And they're like, um, I don't know. Good question, but I'm sure you'll figure it out. You're a pretty smart guy. I was like, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, Not good information, but thanks a lot. So from there, I kind of tried a few things. I ended up going to college initially to try to be an architect. And I wasn't good with math. I was like, "Ah, that's not going to work. So I was like, well, let's try something else. So I gave it another shot. I ended up going to school for like computer science. And that was just like very boring. And then finally, I landed on game design, which I loved video games growing up. It was a part of my daily life. And I was like, wow, if I can implement my art into video games, now we're on to something. So it kind of started there. I ended up going to school and got my bachelor's degree and that's kind of how that all happened. Very that was, cool. That was really cool. So is that like a graphic design degree or is it a video game design degree? It is actually a video game design degree. So mm-hmm. I was initially going to go and work for like Ubisoft or Rockstar, one of the top title companies Big. for creating video games. And then I was like, well, maybe I can get a shot on my own. <laughs> and that's wow. kind of how the business started. Tell us about that. How did you go from video game design into doing what you're doing now? Initially, I was like, well, I'm going to start creating my own asset library. Not sure if you guys are familiar, but like the Unreal Engine, Unity, these are softwares where you actually develop video games in. And they come with asset libraries. And these asset libraries are easily accessible. You can actually go online to their stores and download packages where you can develop your own games, like indie developers, and they can just download these assets and just plug and play. And then from there, they'll just have to code everything. So I was like, well, maybe I can do this. This is very time consuming. It literally takes a whole team to develop games. So I was like, you know, I don't have the manpower to create enough assets in a fast enough manner. So I need to get this going faster. And that's where the graphic design came into the play. I've always loved drawing logos. In high school, I would draw logos for my peers and classmates. So I was like, let me give this a shot. And at that time, I was transitioning from traditional art to a more digital medium. So it actually gave me the room to like perfect my craft. I saved up my money and 
got me a cheap Wacom tablet. Um, <laughs> had some fun with everything, you know. I was very bad at first. <laughs> Not the same as drawing on paper, I'll tell you that much. But I quickly caught on. Um, and once I caught on to the software and how things work, like this is actually pretty cool, you know. If I mess up, I can erase it very easily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So did you feel like you were losing anything as you transitioned from traditional art to digital art? Initially, I did because traditional art has got a different feel to it. When your hand's actually gliding across the paper, you can feel the grade of the paper. You can feel the pressure of your pencil. In art, there's a pressure sensitivity that we use when we want to get across different mediums or shades coming from dark to light gradient. So that was a challenge for me with my bad tablet at the time. It, it wasn't bad, but it was a beginner's tablet. I didn't have that flexibility. So I found myself getting a little frustrated at first. Then once I caught on to it, it was a piece of cake. Digital is way better. It cuts the hours in time, like half. I can save these files and finish them at a later time compared to when I had my pencil and paper. I had to bring it with me everywhere. It gets bent up. It gets wet, grease splatters, all kinds of crazy stuff. You're eating your McDonald's fries, a little grease splatters on it. You didn't ruin your art piece. So, yeah. you know, the digital work is a little different. You know, I can't do any of that stuff. So it's great. I love it. Yeah. How did you start to get the word out about your services and how'd you get your first clients and get this idea kind of operating as a business now? It was around 2020 and COVID had hit heavily. At that time, I was working in IT. Jobs were not hiring. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try something. I just finished college. So I went to Facebook, pretty popular on Facebook. Um, and start reaching out to a lot of peers. I'm like, hey, can I draw your picture? Hey, can I do your logo? I just started asking various people that I knew, can I do art for them? And I was like, I'll do it for literally like almost nothing. And they're like, okay, cool, cool. Can I see your work? I'm like, well, I don't have much to show but my portfolio from college, but I can guarantee you it'll be the best work you'll ever have. I just sold myself like the best work ever. <laughs> and they're like, okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. So they gave me a shot. And from there, guys, it kind of just took off. I started getting call after call. I would send work over to some of my clients and they were just elated with the uh, quality of the work and the professionalism behind it. And they loved it. And they were like, man, Devin, this is great. And they started referring more people to me. So really my business grew by word of mouth. It just kind of exploded overnight. And then from there, I kind of just started making smaller campaigns for myself. I would take the art pieces that I did previously and I'll compile them all into like these nice marketing videos. And it kind of just blew up online. That's Very cool. awesome. That is awesome. So on your website, it shows that you offer multiple services. You're doing more than just game design and logos. You, you're into video too, is that, that right? That is correct. That is correct. Yes, we do video production. It's one of the most latest services we started offering. In our studio, we kind of house many different forms of production and media. We do the art. We develop websites on the back end. We do logos. We do marketing videos as well for other small business owners. So if you guys like need marketing videos or, you know, the little strips to go to the top of your YouTube pages or YouTube intros, for that matter, we specialize in all that stuff. Animation, a part of being in the game development was learning animation, which I took a passion in at a young age as well. I do short animations, not too lengthy because it's time consuming. But, you know, within a right time frame, I can assemble a nice introduction to your YouTube channel or, you know, really anything to accelerate more traffic to your brand. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. I imagine your background in art really brings a quality to your work that could be missing from people who just start purely on the digital side of things. 
It does. I believe the traditional art, it gave me all of the foundation to know how to migrate faster to the digital side of things. I think people that just jump right into the digital side kind of lack the fundamentals of art. You don't know how it really feels to touch a pencil to a paper. On my iPad, I do a lot of on-the-go art, and I buy this special kind of film, but it actually oh. gives it texture of paper. So I feel like I'm actually drawing on paper rather than drawing on smooth glass. Oh, very cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, those small little details, it makes a big difference. Well, maybe focusing a little bit more on the business here, it looks like you've grown your business in an amazing way. And you're at a point where you've got a lot of different offerings, a lot of different services. Tell us more about the lessons you learned along the way of developing those different service lines and the things you've got going on there. So I started at a very low price range for my products. It literally started off as just graphic logos. I did little emojis because that was kind of popular at one point. Um, yeah. where I would do like, <laughs> I did my own emojis because people were using Apple and those AIs. I was right. like, you know, those are, those are cool, but they can't add all the detail like I'm about to do. Um, so I started doing those. I had like little, little gimmicks and things like that to kind of accelerate things to go against my competitors. So where I started at a price range of $80 was very affordable. In the course of a month and a half, I upped the price. And I was like, well, people are still biting after I add 80 more dollars on. So it has doubled yeah. the price, right? So I'm like, yeah. this is cool. Okay, we're getting somewhere. So now I was charging double for my graphic logos and people were just still paying. And I was able to offer more services. It kind of opened up the dam for everything. You know, it just everything started pouring in. It allowed me to open up more services as well. Wow. You got other freelancers or employees helping you out in your studio then? Totally, totally. I tell you guys, when I had gotten about 30 orders at one time, I started pulling my hair. For any new business owner, you're going to start small and slow and it's going to grow, grow, grow. And you're going to need more manpower, especially with art. It's very time consuming. I can spend 24 hours, 48 hours on one piece. I would stay up all night and wake up in the middle of the morning and just get back at it. I ended up hiring three additional employees before the end of the year. They were able to help me take on the workloads, all those projects. I was the head artist. So what I would do is send them the scope of the project. And then they would start working and getting some sketches together. And then they would then send the artwork over to me so I can finalize things. That kind of was the workflow. I built a pipeline. So I had to fulfill multiple roles. I delegated these tasks to the employees and I kind of played multiple people. I wore multiple hats for a while. We were just kind of just sharing our concepts back and forth and we would have weekly meetings on the progress of things. So organization was a key thing as well. You have to keep everything organized because you can get, wow, really crazy, you know, and if you don't have things organized, you'll lose track of the time frames, and then clients will call you very upset because you don't have their project delivered in a timely manner. So I have an SLA where I like to keep things to a minimum of three to five business days. And then what we do is we touch bases with our clients there and then we perfect things and whatever they don't like, what they do like. And then we go back and uh, finalize those things. Very cool. Artists, you know, usually aren't the most organized people in general, right? Usually they're no. kind of free-minded and less worried about deadlines and structure and everything. Has that been a big shift for you as you started this business and had to really put those things into place? 
totally. You're talking to the most unorganized humans on earth. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And in college, it was terrible for me because I'm the guy that does the test at the last minute and passed it because I don't know how my brain works like that. I think I work better under pressure. I'll wait till the last minute to do something. And it just turns out like a masterpiece, but I end up stressing myself out even more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had to learn organization really fast in order to uh, get a hold of business because business is not something you want to play around with when it comes to deadlines. It'll really make the value of your business look bad in your brand if you're not delivering projects on time to your clients. So I learned very quickly. Luckily, I never had a client complain about time because I'm always efficient with that. But I just know from school and things like that and seeing other friends that own businesses and and their issues and things they had going on. So I just took heed to all of that and just kind of bottled it all up, made it work for me. Very good. So getting organized was probably one hurdle or, you know, one struggle in, as oh, far yeah. as starting this business. What were some other difficult things in starting and running this business that you've encountered? Just understanding business in general. I don't have an MBA or anything fancy like that. <laughs> I'm literally yeah. your art guy. I didn't even know how to run a business at first. It was challenging because I was looking at my profits and losses and I'm like, wow, I'm spending way too much money, right? That's just happened to learn the flow of business and learning when your peak days are, your peak months or understanding how to maximize your headroom so you don't spend too much, your overhead costs. So I quickly caught on and started making changes in how I was running things. I'll say about after the six months, things started smoothing out for me more. At first, I was just everywhere with it. I had money coming out here, money coming in here, and everything was just all over the place. So again, organization is key. I had to get into math, which I hate. So I had to do books and things like that and all that boring stuff. So if you're <laughs> going to be a business owner, get used to uh, learning your cash flow and how to work your books and how to make your employees and everything organized because it's, it's all a big factor, guys. Right. Yeah. Great. Well, that's a great tip. Any other tips that you might have for small business owners who are just starting out? Be patient with yourself. It's a learning curve. We don't come into this world learning how to walk. So you definitely have to crawl a little bit. You can't get discouraged too fast because things don't always go right for you. You know, sometimes you're not going to make any sales. And then there's times we're going to make an abundance of sales. The way that I worked through those times where I weren't making any sales was offering another service. So you have to be very creative because there's many different competitors out doing the same things that you're doing. And it's going to be discouraging at times when you can't get a sale because somebody's doing the new thing that you just started doing, but they added one small detail to it and made the client customer like, wow, what is he doing? Um, a lot of social media antics is clever. You have to be creative on social media because that's the way everybody's communicating nowadays is online. I just say, just be yourself. Just be creative. Be expressive. Don't be ashamed. Just don't bottle all that talent up. You can't really be scared to get out here and just hop in the faces of the people. That's how you're going to get their attention. And I learned that at a young age. I was extroverted. So I liked being around people. I would always get put on blast every birthday to sing a song for my family members. (laughs) So I quickly broke my stage fright. So it helped me out with my social media presence and how to market myself. So if you're starting a business, Be patient with yourself. Don't get discouraged and keep going. Just keep going. No matter the walls that come in front of you, just keep going. Move around them. They're only temporary. Once you figure out how to manipulate and move through those things, next time you face that issue, you'll know how to move through it better. You won't get as stressed out about it. Right. 
Hey, so we wanted to talk a little bit about this project we hear you have coming up in Cairo. Tell us about that. What's that all about? And how's that going to help you out from a business standpoint? So we're working with the uh, state of Indiana on a project. We're going to shoot film about music and culture and food and all that great stuff overseas in Cairo. And what we're going to do is gather this all up into a nice short film. And then um, we're going to place it on our new mobile platform. So we have a streaming application that you can download on Google Play and Apple. It's just like a Netflix or your Amazon Prime. We charge a very low cost of $4.99 monthly. So it's not higher than Netflix. And you get to see all of our exclusive content. A lot of these projects we shoot in-house with our film crew. Um, and we work with some third parties as well. We have other films and short films and documentaries that are going to be onboarding as well to our platform. So we're growing our platform gradually. It just released three or four months ago. We're still working on some things, you know, upgrading. It's never a finished process when it comes to a mobile application and development. So you're constantly going to find things you want to change and make better to keep up with the competitors. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. When are you guys going to do that? I'm thinking Q2 or Q3 of 2023. Oh, that'll be sweet. Yeah, it's coming very soon. You know, we have to take time to get everyone on board who's all involved, passports and things to go overseas. This will actually be right. my first time going to Cairo. So I'm excited. I'm like a big kid, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be cool. Uh, we'll have a little film team with us and just to see the culture and just to see life outside of America and food and the music and everything. It's just going to be great. Yeah. Very cool. That'll be a lot of fun. Neat experience that your business can bring to you. Yeah, opportunities as well. When people see your business and once it starts showing up on a radar, I tell you guys, lots of opportunity will come your way. Part of that is working through the process, using your talents to their maximum ability. Everything just kind of opens up from there. And if you're open and you can utilize your talents, or if you're not the person with a lot of talent, but you have organizational skills and you have great marketing tactics, you can hire other people. Don't think you have to do it all on your own. That's great advice as well. Devin, it's been great talking to you. Thank you for joining us today. We'd like to ask you our final question, and that is, what keeps you going as a small business owner? Great question, guys. What keeps me going as a small business owner? You just got to have a passion for what you love to do. I loved art from the beginning of time. I also knew as a child that I wanted to be a business owner. So sticking to those roots, kind of helped me stay focused. Just having a passion, the love for business and art and just wanting to grow and just see yourself beyond the stars. You know, you just got to have a wild dream. You got to have a wild imagination. Just keep your ambition up and stay dreaming and stay imaginative and put the work in and everything will come to light. You'll get what you want. You just got to put work in and just stay eager, stay motivated. That's great. That's great. Your optimism and faith is inspirational. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, guys. Well, it's been great talking with you, Devin. We wish you the best and continued success in all you're doing. Thanks. I appreciate you guys having me on your platform as well and much success. Thanks. Thank you, listeners, for joining us today. If you or someone you know would like to share your small business story, please go to mazumausa.com slash keep going and fill out the form at the bottom of the page. And if you are looking for tax advice for your small business, be sure to join our Keep Going Facebook group and check out our website at mazumausa.com. <laughs>